this is a man of action, yes. We are looking at him. Look at him. He's such a handsome man of action. Man of action. Yeah. Well, it could be about this, me, this film, but it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not about not, me at no. all. Although, it, he probably is around your age. This kind of Italian stallion you're talking about. Yes, but, but more, more Spanish. More Spanish. Yeah. Oh, right. And okay. living in, well, in the action of the movie happens in Paris. It sure does. It's a sort of a true story, a biopic, if it you like. It does say loosely based on. And it. when a film opens with a loosely based on, I immediately think it's all lies. But mm-hmm. that's I, not the case. This is Some of this is real. I, I automatically think this is going to be better. Yeah. So there's facts yeah. and some artistic license thrown in to make it more cinematic. But mainly facts. This is all pretty much true. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the bits Pretty much. Are. It's a story of a real-life dude, an anarchist, whose name... Is Lucio... I can't... Uh, Iturbe? Or... It, yeah, Turbi. Yeah, you pronounce it much better than I could. Lucio Iturba or something like that. Turban. Ituruba or something like that. He's from Navarra, from the Navarra region. Lucio Turbine. Spain. Yeah, and he's, we're introduced to him right at the beginning of the film in a flash-forward... Yes, of he and his partner, who's a very attractive young lady, are trying to make it through, is it a station? Uh, airport. An airport. Uh, Paris airport. And he's being pursued by a sort of, I think you're supposed to believe he's a sort of laughably incompetent kind of detective who's on his tail. And and to Inspector Costello. But, but, but in this case, they looks like they've got him cornered. And what he does is he has a... a kind of hold all with him which he reaches in pulls out a fistful of dollars roll and chucks him in the air and there's a load of sort of boy scouty type people and everyone then sort of going crazy like it's all filmed in slow motion right at the beginning he's you think because it doesn't show you the outcome of it able to escape this bit is it um is it just the beginning that's in slow motion and the whole film no no just the beginning just, <laughs> just this the bit beginning. That's <laughs> the good. entire film is the in entire slow film um, and then we get so then we're taken back to the start of it and the origin of what he's been up to and how it's come to pass that they've uh, got all this money um, yes but initially they when is uh, when it goes back it goes back in time and it shows him as a young man in this village and he's basically stealing some onions and some vegetables from yeah. some farmer who swears at him with a traditional hijo de puta, yeah. which means son of a bitch. In, in, yeah, uh, he's shooting yes, a, a shotgun. Yeah, he, there, yeah. He, he shoots at him twice. And then we find out that his father is terminally ill or, or severely, I don't he's know, really got ill. He's tuberculosis know or something like that. He's sort of, coughing. sort of horribly dying a painful death in bed. And he says to the, the lad, you're the only one in the, in the house who's going to do this for me. And he doesn't say, And then, but then he, he goes out, he goes to the bank and he says, we need money. We need money for morphine. Um, and dad's in a lot of pain and he's obviously desperate. And the guy says, look, I'm sorry, but you know, we're not a charity. We can't just give you money. And he says, I'll work it off. And the guy's like, look, you know, there's nothing we can do. So he pulls out a knife and it's his first kind of bank robbery. His first heist. hold up. But he is just a young kid and the, yeah. the, uh, the, the bank manager dude is looking at him and he just pisses himself. As uh, in actual pisses himself. Piss comes down kid. his trousers, you know, out and forth. And, they look, and he says, look, just leave, just fuck off. Like, you know, you're not. The kid pisses himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is, well, this is well, young Lucio. When you Lucio. did your first kind of hold up knife robbery in a garage, how old was you? 
I was first year at secondary school. First year. And what about you, Chris? You 13. must have started younger. I was yeah, 13, yeah. 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 yeah, I was a bit of a late developer before I mugged in. And, and I didn't piss myself. Written. Made of stronger stuff. I, well, I, I must admit, it must have been something to do with the uh, the curry I had, <laughs> but I was a bit loose-bowed. But yeah, there you go. Okay. So that's his, that's his first one, his first attempt at a hold-up. It, it doesn't go well. Yeah. Then it shows his sister going, it, it kind of goes a little bit forward in time. I think it says 10 years later or yeah. something. It shows his sister going to Paris. We have to say that I think the action of the movie is the 1916 or something like that is, is in between the wars, I'm pretty sure. Right. We we assume then that dad has, has passed on during these 10 yes. years. Yeah, he's yeah. gone, yeah. And, it, um, and his sister moves to Paris. And the, the French, the in Spain, there's a civil war going, and right. there's all sorts of political mm. unrest. Franco, and people, yeah, the people don't know what is what and who is who. Yeah. And she goes to to Paris to work as a maid, I think, or something yeah. like that. And he needs to go fulfill his military service. That's right. And she says to him, "You go and do your military service, and when you get out, when you finish." You come and see me and we'll have a life in Paris. We'll do something. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, he ends up in Paris, but he's deserted. Yeah, he's he's kind of got nothing going for him in Paris, but he does stumble upon... He's got all these ideals. He's kind of... Um, he's not radicalized or anything, but he he doesn't like the setup in Spain. And like the, that first instance of him trying to rob a bank motivated to help someone motivated to help his father and and so he stumbles across all these protests that are going on in france student protests and he sees these uh, other people disenfranchised people who are also unhappy about what's going on loads of pamphlets being passed around and all these ideas about you know uh, taking power back and all this yeah because you think with that you know kind of experience where the the man is stiffed him really in order to help his dad 10 years before and how that kind of manifests itself in his mind you know mm. does he keep that same well he had a problem with authority the, since yeah. he said i i don't like to be told what to do yeah he, he clearly states that that's one thing i don't like and he he ends up meeting these uh, spanish uh, expats in paris he works he starts working with them on building sites and he makes them look bad because he works really hard and they're like listen mate you need to slow down. You don't need to. I know carry, the feeling. You, oh. don't, you don't need to, to show who's the man. We slow down. We, yeah. you all know the quite, rules. I get that. They're quite threatening about it, aren't they? Yeah. Like, and he's like, no, don't tell shit. me what to do. I'll do what I, what I like. And, and then the guy's like, okay, well, what's your ideal? What's your political view? Are you? He's like, well, I think I'm a communist. And then they go through the history lesson yeah. with Lenin and this yeah. and that. What do you like? And then it ends up that he, they said, well, you're not a communist with these beliefs that you have, you're an anarchist. Right. And he's yeah. that's the first time he kind of... Yeah, so he meets them um, as well, uh, one of them. Yes. Um, who, who is very pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. And they start a romance, but she also has these ideals, albeit he's a little bit conflicted at first because she's from a kind of wealthier background. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, he sort of raises the question, well, you know, what does your old man what would your father think about all this stuff? Because she's protesting, but it's like, you know, it's like common people, you know, yeah, you could yeah. go back to your big house or whatever if you didn't like it. Yeah, it's She's, she's like, he wishes the police would hit me harder or something like yeah, that. <laughs> so, yeah. so he's, he also, he falls in with this guy and this is where he starts to become more 
militant not militant but it, like it does proper it does a bank robbery like a proper out and out bank robbery with this guy where he convinces him that this is the way to go yeah what we need to do is take down the system the, the system is corrupt the system is is set up to make people fail so we're going to rob the bank and basically they portray themselves as like robin hood kind of figures so whatever they steal they will they will just pass that out amongst the rest of the community so they're not necessarily robbing for their own benefit it's to help everyone out and so they do this bank robbery proper like stockings over their face uh, a couple of shooters but he goes in and he pisses himself again he's still as a grown-up <laughs> yeah, he's still, it's, it's, uh, history repeating itself he's still not quite there and then when they're meant to be running he jumps over the counter he stacks it doesn't he? he and he falls over and his gun ends up in front of a customer that was on the floor you can see the guy's thinking i could just take I that can take but the other the kiko just, he's got a rifle and just points in the guy's face he's like nope not a good idea nope. And he kind of like, takes a stand away. So I'm going to stop you there because we've got a, <laughs> a, a message from our sponsors. Hey there, Snack Seeker. Want to turn up the heat? Slide into something a little more delicious with these blissful biscuits. These treats will make your taste buds tingle in all the right places. So ditch the boring, dive into the sexy world of blissful biscuits. <laughs> Satisfaction guaranteed, baby. They are a real biscuits. That could be a real ad. That, yeah, that could, could be, be, actually. Could be. Yeah. Is thank you very much. If for anyone's looking for, for for that on, so they've also he's fallen in with because there's been this ongoing motif about pamphlets and literature and propaganda, and so they've got together with this printing house. Yes, I think that's after the the first few robberies. Yeah. They end up saying, "Well, we we heard the system, we heard the system, but and also we are introduced to Costello, who yeah. is the inspector and who." They're following them. Who slowly realizes, because obviously they, they, at the beginning, they don't even know how to say everyone on the ground in French. So they say it half French, half Spanish. There's not that many Spanish immigrants. He said, okay, I know where to find them. There's yeah. a raid. Costello ends up actually arresting Lucio. Yeah, he gets and pinched a few times. Yeah, maybe, he, yeah, he does get arrested. There's no proof against him. And he's like, I know you've done it. They're looking for the guns. They end up in his house. They're looking for... He's like, I know you've done it. I'm going to find you. I'm going to prove it eventually. Yeah, they've got, they got kind of people doing stakeouts and watching them, but they're more interested in the fact that he started dating this Anne and they're like, oh, look, he's got a girlfriend. And yeah. They're kind and of like idiots. When they have another meeting, they, they say, well, how are we going to really hurt them? Because bank robberies... We can do a few of them, but we're not really getting enough money to hurt the banks and hurt the establishment. Yeah, they're getting like a hold all of cash, but really it's like so, so a then, drop in the ocean. And they have a really good, a noble way of splitting the money three ways. One for the anarchist groups in the region, one for the families of anarchists in prison, and the, th- the third, so it's three ways. The, the last third is for them and their expenses. Nice, okay. So, so they're kind of like Robin Hood, but not only where they want to be Robin Hood, they keep the money, they actually give the money back. So so they're also being protected. But by they're good pro- somebody supporting the anarchists. You don't hear that enough. No, here. they're underfunded no, no. quite underfunded a lot. Underfunded yeah. groups. So, but, they're, but like you say, they're, they're getting a small bounty every time. It's not enough. What, like to, the chocolate bounty? Yeah, the like, you, you know where you get them in two? They're only getting half the pack. Wow. Yeah, okay. not enough. So they, they come up with this plan via the printing press that they're going to become forgers basically and start printing using it to not just print leaflets but cash yes and so they go and recruit this what's his face 
geezer. He's someone's dad, wasn't he? No, it was uh, his brother-in-law. His, that's right, his brother-in-law, who... No, no, the moustache man. I, I can't remember his name. Max? He, Max? No, he's uh, like incredibly skilled forger. And so you you kind of see how it would work. They wear some, you know, they do the screen printing of it yeah, and yeah. then they, you know, engrave it into plates and then they are... Um, they got a license much to fucking carbon money. copies yeah, yeah. of well, dollars. They do at first, hundred dollars as well. Like and they, the only problem with them is they look fucking brand new. So could they take one to the bank and say, oh, "Can you change this for francs?" And the woman's like, "Fucking, hell, this is new." And like, we're on a honeymoon. And they, yeah, they give it some spiel, and she gets taken in by the story and cashes out. And they're like, "Fuck, it works." So they just start putting all this fake cash out into the system, and then they go from cash where the real success is is from travelers' checks. Yes, well, in, that's where he goes to prison first because he gets done for the cash. Yeah. Meanwhile, he has this great plan. He ends up. It's 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 not necessarily very much action but in within this kind of bit he ends up meeting fidel castro mm. okay. and, and he wants to destabilize the the american system and the american banks which he sees as the evil that's uh, the big prize isn't the, it yeah it's city bank that he goes after where, he, did, where he, did he meet him on a roof not no in, an, in a, a toilet no. at the airport in paris <laughs> right okay uh, because castro was going to russia via and he was on his way to via paris and he he tries to say to him we're gonna f make all these fake dollars if we inundate the market with fake dollars we're gonna destabilize the americans and castro says you can't kill a bear with an ant yeah and that's his and he takes the 100 dollar bill castro he actually mm -hmm. takes it and, and puts it in his pocket and, he goes, and then those little army ants though haven't you the, yeah and then he gets he them. gets mm -hmm. uh, arrested and they find they actually find the the dollar bills on him and he gets he goes to prison meanwhile everyone else is uh, released on bail and then he spends a little bit of time in prison yeah not long not not a lot but then he goes out again and then he starts working and someone gives him the instead of payment as in cash he gets travelers checks and he's like the guy tells what? him these are as good as cash you can you just, take them, them, you just take them in and cash them and you can spend them at the shop or you can go to the bank and cash them so his little mind is going over he started going but he's, he's clever thinking. when he goes to the, to the supermarket to pay he has 10 francs or something mm. and the shopping is 20 and he's got that traveler's check but he holds it so the cashier can see it not for him to say can i actually pay with this for her to to grab it and she's like oh you can pay with this and she takes it and gives him a lot of money as change. And then you can see the yeah, yeah. The, the light bulb going yeah, in his head. Yeah, okay. So, so it's specifically Citibank that he goes after. And it's the, the attention that's brought on but to in Paris via the Yanks saying, you've got to fucking get this guy. This, well, like once he, once he chose dollars, yeah. he's got the Yanks on him. It makes you think if he'd have chose Swiss francs or he'd have chose... Um, well, he wanted the biggest or, bank in the world. Yeah. But yeah, okay, he's gone for it. Why not? And the Americans end up sending one of their execs in Paris yeah. because what they did was they would fake one check with one serial number but they would go to because they have an anarchist group that he would send a hundred people to cash these travelers checks but all of them at 12 o'clock so right. they can't check at the same time the the, the same the same checks they're so they organized for anarchists very good yeah. It's, it, yeah it is a, a big network of people that they've got and organized what's been happening anarchy. is we've seen him as a bit of a like numpty at first like he pisses himself we've seen him piss himself twice yeah. he's when he meets Anne he's not 
particularly confident with women he's not it doesn't really know how to you know approach the conversation with her or like he's obviously into her but she hones in on that straight away dances with him and shows him where to put his hand so and as the film progresses and he gets more and more successful in his criminal enterprise it has an effect that all starts to crumble as he becomes more into his anarchist the crime you know, the, the, or the crime yeah. side of it it has a, the cost of his relationship uh, he's always at night and they have a daughter yeah ah there you go yeah that so change things yeah but uh, this is another thing that when the american exec comes to paris and the police officer inspector costello is like this is the guy this is the the brain of this operation he's a bricklayer that carries brick in a wheelbarrow and the guy's like this guy, we've been we've been watching this guy for a week. We're just here watching a builder. What are we doing? This guy can't be the brain. He's like, trust me, I know, I, I've been on him, and, and he's the head of the network and all that. And then slowly they kind of zone in on him. He's always followed. He's always under surveillance. And then his missus gets the chance to go to Bolivia. And she's she's a nurse or a doctor or something like that. A nurse, I think. Something like that. And she she gets offered to go to Bolivia to start a new life and to make a difference for people. And everyone around him kind of starts going, "This anarchy movement is is all well and noble, but it won't help anyone if we all go to prison." Yeah. And he, well, he does eventually go back, doesn't he? He's captured. He's just constantly under surveillance. Is it is it when we flash forward to the airport? That, yes. We see yeah, that's where he gets caught at the airport. So we, We've seen it at the very start when it went in slow motion and what happens is whilst when they throw the dollars and all the counterfeit up in the air and it creates a bedlam for them to try and escape, they swap clothes and they see Anne and they try and stop her and they're like, fuck, that's not him. And then someone sees him, he's at the phone, but he's got her coat on and like hat and eventually they just, he gets lifted outside the airport and he's, you know, in prison again and he's captured and he he says to her, I think on the the phone call and he says, like, I'll make it right. And effectively, like, he's basically got them over a barrel because they still don't know how he's doing it. Yeah. And so he's, he's able to broker like an unbelievable deal with them whereby he, does he give them the plates? Well, no, initially. Well, he, he just, he just he, like, just set, he has, they, they set him up with a fake American agent to buy all the traveler's checks yeah. for $1 million. But in the end, the guy's undercover. He ends up in prison after all this plan that he has, he has this elaborate plan. On Saturday midday, he was meant to go to Bolivia with his family. He had a flight ticket in his pocket. He gets busted. The guy turns out to be an undercover policeman. And then he comes up with this plan that in order for him to give them back the... He he basically makes a deal with the guy from Citibank to say, I'll give you all the traveler's checks in existence. I'll give you all the plates. I'll, gi- I'll give you my word that nothing will ever happen and you'll never have this problem again. I think is is it 800,000 or 200,000? Like $200,000. Never mind not going to jail. He's, he's in a position to start getting money off. Well, him. that's what the threat is because before he did all the uh, the swap, he didn't trust entirely the undercover police guy and he, he made people fly to Mexico City everywhere where there was an anarchist. He sent travelers checks. And, right. and the Citibank head people called the guy and said, now they're appearing in Mexico City, the, the yeah. fake one. So soon enough, they're going to be all over the world. You need to contain this. Right. Yeah. So it was... So the uh, deal he's able to make is to effectively say, I'll just get them to stop doing it. Um, if you don't let me out, it's just going to 
it's going to spiral yeah, you know, out drop the charges so he's let out money. he's let out and he's still got a load of fucking money which he's able to distribute around the rest of the guys <laughs> it's absolutely mental yeah it's, and, and is that it closed film he's got he ends up going it. to Bolivia he goes to see her it's, it's left that they're separated but they're still good friends she started a new life yeah and he's going to carry on his, his sort of anarchy type things and trying to stay out of prison and then you're given some text at the end about some factoids about what actually happened in a, a still photo of him as a proper old man i think he died in 2020 maybe like that. Yeah, right, not so okay. long ago and they reckon he forged 20 million worth of travelers checks and this was in like between like 1940 and 1980 so like it's a lot of work he's going he's going yeah. for a few years yeah yeah, yeah. okay I've, I've not heard of that but i mean it does seem kind of obvious doesn't it to yeah. to fake Travelers' checks rather than going through the hassle of especially of doing on, money. in that time when yeah you know there's no computer checks yeah, you don't need ID you don't need anything just it's just as good as can. luck and yeah. trust and things yeah it's called a man of action the yeah. movie there's not a huge amount yes. of action yeah the the, the action it's, itself is not is not what you would associate with a Hollywood movie let's say I, I would say I enjoyed it but it wasn't a great movie. Yeah, Was I think there, that I'm I'm loath to say it because it feels like we say it every week, but it's too long. It's yeah, too long. Yeah. I mean, maybe that suffers because it's a foreign language movie, and so maybe they feel longer. But it's it, it was two hours i think yeah it's two, oh, yeah, both it's, the movies are super two hours it's it did feel like it was over long you know visually stylistically it's like satisfactory you know it's um, it's almost it, like a throwback though yeah in terms of the way it's filmed the way the makeup is the way that it looks obviously it's, it's filmed it's it's filmed in the 40s so yeah. the cars look you know like everything proper. looks the part it yeah. looks quite cool but it's yeah. also a throwback in the way it's filmed because it looks like it would be a film made in yeah. the 80s right okay but with the the throwback to the 40s yeah. if that makes sense so it was black and white done with a, a rolling <laughs> no. film no no yeah it, it's kind of a robin hood story then so he's he's getting money he's giving it out to these anarchists did it follow up on on Not really you don't get to meet a huge amount of the social... network of other people um really it's it's trying to give you that robin hood vibe the cost of what the personal cost of what he's trying to achieve compared to you know the wider scale sort of chaos that he inflicts on the banking but ultimately it's you know does he achieve that much probably like irritates a lot of banks yeah that's about it it's also know? the morale for me was is i watched it with kira and she's like so so what there was a lot of what did that guy say because obviously it's a foreign language yeah but it's mean of you not to put the subtitles on yeah no i, I did put them on she, but can't she wasn't really paying <laughs> yeah. attention obviously to the whole thing right. but at the end when the police officer asks the the executive from citibank he's like i can't believe that guy basically pulled your pants down he's like we gave that guy a tip yeah that's all it is the house always wins yeah 200 yeah. grand to make him shut up and disappear yeah we just gave him a tip yeah like he would give a waiter, you know, he just said, that guy, we just gave him a tip and he disappeared. That's all there is. Yeah. He didn't win. The house always wins. So as a morale of the story, okay, he still was still an anarchist and he wrote two books and he lived happily ever after, but Citibank was still Citibank the, and they the big didn't boys really keep affect them that much in a so way. So the moral of the story is it doesn't really matter how much you you, you fight against it, they'll always win. That's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It, it probably is, but 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 it does say, and, and I kind of stayed with that a little bit because 
despite the fact that you you've seen all the struggle he was only a man and he yeah. could do as much as he could in the end he realizes that he needs to kind of look after himself because yeah who else is gonna do it yeah it's yeah. decent I, i'd say it's worth it's worth your time if you're if you're looking for something to excellent watch. you well, can catch it on netflix if i yeah it's see. on netflix it's in spanish obviously subtitles it's also quite funny because everyone although the action obviously most of it happens in paris it seems that everyone that's in the movie speaks spanish rather yeah. than they, they they throw in a bit of french here and there but It's mostly everyone speaks Spanish. Juan Jose Ballester, I believe he was decent as, as Lucio. As Lucio. And Leah O'Prey, she must have been Irish, was she? Anne, she's a very pretty girl. Yeah, she's a pretty, really mm. pretty lady, yeah. So on that basis alone, yeah, strong, recommend. Out, strong yeah. recommend. Strong recommend. Strong recommend. Okay. <laughs>